Welcome to the Dome Dog Podcast. I'm your host, Matt DeBritz. Now it's been a while. I was on vacation. I had some family matters to tend to. But as my father would say, life goes on. So today's show, I want to talk about NBA Summer League and Syracuse former players in it. Also the TBTs coming up and some more NBA free agency. So first things first, the NBA Summer League, Cole Swatter had a really nice campaign, averaging just over 15 points per game, shooting 50% from three. If you didn't catch any of the games, I know it's summer, people are busy. YouTube has really great extended highlights, and because Swider had some really nice games, they included him a lot in these highlights. So check him out. I also compiled his last two games on the Facebook page. I will put them in the show notes for this show so you can check it out. But one thing that I noticed on Cole Swider is that his release is so much faster. His confidence is, is higher. He is not afraid to shoot when contested. He's also not afraid to put the ball on a deck, which we didn't see at Syracuse at first. Remember, people were talking about him being a really impact player. He became a lot better towards the end of the season, as my nephew John Paul would say. He was the man towards the end of the season, and he was. He got better. He found his spots. He found his role. And on this Laker team, they had Sharif O'Neal. They had Scottie Pippen Jr., and those are big-time names because their fathers both played, Shaquille O'Neal and Scottie Pippen, respectively. So people were maybe looking at them, but Cole Swider probably wasn't the top of the scouting report, and he was just running to his spots, hitting threes when he was open, hitting threes when he wasn't open. As I said, pump fake, dribble, even mid-range. I saw him running the floor to get layups. I saw him backdoor cutting. Great to see because at Syracuse, he wasn't always able to do that. Now, where he needs to improve is on defense. And are Syracuse at a disadvantage because, are Syracuse players at a disadvantage because they played zone? That's always remained to be seen by guys in the NBA or the next level. What will they do? And Swider was getting burned a lot on defense in the highlights that I watched. I didn't watch every single game fully, full disclosure, but I did watch the highlights, and some of the highlights, guys just went around him. Now that he's 6'8", 6'9", he's going to play a wing or a shooting guard. He's going to have to cover someone that's pretty fast. So if he wants to make the NBA, he needs to improve his quickness on defense. Can he do that in so many months? I think so because watching what he improved from the end of the Syracuse career till now, he's better. So get better defense, maybe he'll make it. As for the Bayheims, they both played on the Detroit Piston team. Buddy had one really good game, 18 points. The rest were single digits. Jimmy got sparing time. And it's hard to tell because in those games, he didn't play as much. I posted one of the shots that Buddy had. Um, but you know that he's a three-point shooter. But can he play defense is the same question. For Jimmy... You know, you know he's a guy that's going to always hustle and always play really hard. And sometimes that carves a spot out on a, a team where they just need someone that does the dirty work. But it's hard to tell in watching the Summer League games what he can do. And that kind of leads me to the next thing is that Jimmy will play in the TBT with Bayheim's Army. Um, I'll talk about that more in a, in a minute. I want to talk about more NBA free agent stuff. So... Kevin Durant demanding a trade has dominated the headlines. It's been about three weeks since that news came out. There's been no trades. There's been a lot of people coming up with scenarios. Supposedly he wants to go to the Heat or the Suns, but who do the Heat really have to trade to get him? 
I don't know if he fits into that culture of grind him out type of guys. Kevin Durant's not really showing me he's a grind him out type of guy. Uh, and the Suns, who remember were just in the NBA Finals, not this past season, but in 2021, and look like they missed the boat a little bit in 2022. The Suns has, have signed DeAndre Ayton to a huge contract. Is that just to trade him to get Durant? Who knows? Durant's 34 years old. He had a major injury in an Achilles. So are teams lining up to get him? I'd still say yes, but how are the Nets going to get equal value? I don't really know. Zion, would you call for Zion? Would you call for Brandon Ingram, who's kind of a poor man's Kevin Durant? Plays like Durant a little bit, just younger, not as good. Maybe he's not as good yet. Probably not as good ever. Uh, who else could you really trade for? What team could set up a package? I don't really know. But I just want to go back a little bit. Kevin Durant, just he picked the wrong running mate. He picked Kyrie Irving. And Kyrie Irving has never shown that he's a great teammate. Just hasn't. He was with LeBron James. As many of you guys say, he's one of the greatest of all time. Yeah, yeah, he is. But those two guys together could have won more championships if Kyrie and LeBron could have worked it out. But, you know, I looked at an old clip and Stephen A. Smith asked Kyrie, did you talk to LeBron James before you demanded a trade? He said, no. Why should I? Why should I have? Well, you should have because it would have been better for both of you is why you should have. That's one. Okay, they trade him to the Celtics. He plays really well for a part of the season, then he gets hurt. Then the Celtics, Jason Tatum starts to ascend. They go to the Eastern Conference Finals. The Celtics are still good. Now, uh, Kyrie, the next season, comes back, and they don't play as well as the season prior. So he goes to the Nets. You know the Nets story. He's been following basketball the last few years. He didn't want to play in the bubble. He He shouldn't have played because of certain things going on in the country. He didn't want to get vaccinated. Then there were times where he just didn't play, just didn't show up. When Kyrie's on the floor, he is great. But that's a big if and when because you don't ever know what the dude's going to do. And Kevin Durant seems like he's really smart with business and tech, and he has its show, and he seems like a smart guy. But he should know that Kyrie is not a good business partner. He may be fun to hang out with with, with you outside of work. Maybe you had some good times on the road. You know, during the Olympics, something like that. But he's not a good running mate, and he's never shown it. So is this demand for trade more about getting Kyrie out of town than him? That's the next rumor that's come out. I don't know. But let's go back again. The Nets and Durant just made bad decisions. You know, they traded half the roster away to get James Harden, who I was not on the team where now it's Ben Simmons. And it's like the Nets were one shot away last year 2021 against the, the Bucks. Durant's foot was on the line. That's why they didn't win the game against the Bucks. And the Bucks ended up winning the series, going to the finals, win the championship. You know the story from there. But before Durant got there, the Nets were ascending with a bunch of young talent. They had D'Angelo Russell. They had Karis LeVert. They had Spencer Dinwiddie. Yeah, not superstars in their own right, but put them together with KD and you're making a pretty nice team there. But because of this player empowerment, LeBron James starting this big three way back when he went to the Heat. These guys all think maybe they need three guys to win it. You don't need three guys to win it. Kevin Durant is that good that if you got enough guys that were good enough around him, then they could have been better. Jared Allen, they had to trade away. Guy's great on Cleveland. I mean, he's a rim projector. He just erases so many shots. 
and you gave him up for guys that are older, guys that are veterans, but just didn't have much left in the tank. And it's just like you made bad decision after bad decision. And one of the rumors for Kevin Durant is, should the Warriors try to trade back for him? And I say, hell no. Don't trade back for him. You just won without him, number one. And number two, you made him the best version of himself by getting him to be a better defensive player, by being a Finals MVP, pretty much sticking it right to LeBron in the Finals. Remember hitting those jump shots, like in transition threes, right in LeBron's face two years in a row, and kind of ascending as the best player in the league at that point because he didn't have to do anything except play basketball. He didn't have to be the face of the franchise that he was say Steph Curry was. And then you just up and left and went to the Nets and Kyrie. If I'm the Warriors, there's no way in hell I want him back on the team. But, you know, time heals a lot of things. But I'm just saying, the Warriors don't need him. They got a good core. They got young. I've talked about this podcast on this podcast before. I think the Warriors are the modern-day Spurs. They keep getting little pieces of guys. They kind of ascend. The superstars are still there, but they don't maybe have to do as much. And they don't need KD. Don't trade for KD. And it's going to be hard to trade for KD. The Nets are going to have to take lesser, something less than that they want. One of the trades they wanted, everyone and their brother from the Timberwolves? No. Either going to have to ask for Anthony Edwards or Carl Anthony Towns, and maybe a draft pick or another piece, but not both of them. The Timberwolves would be crazy to do that. I think that Carl Anthony Towns and a draft pick, and that's, that's sufficient. I think... Zion or Brandon Ingram, someone from that Pelicans team. It may not be one of the teams he wants to go to, but you want out or do you just want to go to a certain team? Well, it's not how it works, and he knows that by now. So that's my little rant on the NBA. Uh, The other thing I saw over the weekend, which I thought was pretty interesting, is that LeBron James played in a Drew League game, which is a pro-am league in, in L.A. area. And I know other guys play in these type of things where they show up at parks sometimes or Rucker Park because it's fun. I get all that. And I'm not going to say that MJ didn't do something like that because I don't know. Social media wasn't around back then, so he might might have played it in some weird tournament or something like that. But if you're LeBron James, are you really playing in the Drew League? Come on, man. I, I just don't get it. Like, you're supposed to be the top player. Some people regard you as the best player of all time. You're playing in the Drew League. That's about attention, and you're not getting enough of it. And that's all I'll say about LeBron, because that could be a whole other show. Anyways, as I mentioned before, Syracuse, Bayheim's Army. I always do that. I always call them Syracuse. really called Bayheim's Army. Playing in the TBT this weekend. They're hosting it, a region, at Onondaga Community College, OCC, Harvard on the Hill. Syracuse people listening to this podcast understand what I'm talking about. It's community college in Syracuse. Uh, they won the tournament last year, and the tournament decided to award them a regional because they always have a good showing. As you know, this podcast about Syracuse basketball, and there's tons of them out there, and people support Syracuse basketball all over the country. It's kind of a different team than last year's team. Um, Eric Devendorf, who's been a mainstay on that team for the whole time, has now taken a coaching role. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised, though, if someone gets hurt that Devo suits up. Just my take. Some new faces this year, but recognizable faces. You know, as I mentioned, Jimmy Beheim, I think he'll be good in a tournament like this because, like I said, he hustles so much. And you need guys to do dirty work in these tournaments because it's one and done. Uh, Marek Dolajais, 
one of my favorite players of all time at Syracuse. Um, you know, he he took a charge from Zion. He lost a tooth in the game. He He's another guy who does dirty work, so he'll be good for this team. Some bigger names. Tyler Ennis, remember him? Had that nice run on Syracuse where they started the season undefeated. It didn't end up so well, but he had one season at Syracuse. Ended up going pro, didn't much play much in the NBA. He's played more overseas, but... I'll be interested to see what he can do. Raheem Christmas, uh, another guy that was played around when Tyler Ennis played. Uh, big force in the middle, another rim protector. And one another one of my favorites, C.J. Fair. Uh, DeAndre Kane was a, was a big player in this TBT. He didn't play at Syracuse, but at Iowa State, his last school. Andrew White, guy who transferred to Syracuse. Bayheim's Army take on India Rising Friday night, ESPN. 7 o'clock, and on the app. Check it out. I always like watching these games because I like to see the alumni guys go at it and some of the guys that fit in. It's kind of fun. India Rising is a team comprised of Indian Americans and Indo-Canadian players, a lot of Canadian college players, Division Two and Division Three players, some Division One players, but nobody that's a big-time name that I could recognize. So I predict Bayham's Army will win that game. Remember, this is single elimination, so... One and done, baby. And um, last time Syracuse had the tournament in Syracuse area in OCC, they didn't win it. They only won it once. That was last season. So check that out on Friday. I'll be updating people on social media about what's going on. I may not be able to watch all the games fully, but Friday night's game I'm definitely going to watch. So check it out. Thanks for listening to Dome Dog Podcast. You can find this podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Audible, Pretty much anywhere you can find your podcast. I'm on YouTube. I'm on Instagram. And please join the Facebook group, facebook.com slash groups slash pod. That's D-O-M-E-D-A-W-G-P-O-D. Talk to you soon.